Hey guys, Jacob here. I just want to take a second because this is the 100th episode of the Venture Mentality Podcast. Um, it's really remarkable how how crazy of a journey this has been. And I just want to take a second to thank everyone who has ever tuned in, came on as a guest, offered any sort of feedback or advice. I appreciate all of you. And it's been quite crazy, all the things that have happened over the course of the last 100 episodes. So before we get into today's interview with Bradley, I just wanted to take a second to thank all of you from the bottom of my heart and tell you how much it means to me. Um, on, on the Wednesday episode this week, I'll be going <clears throat> I'll be going in depth about kind of what's been going on the last 100 episodes, what's changed, everything like that. But I just want to take a quick minute and say thank you guys. Hey guys, welcome back to the Venture Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob O'Connor. Today joining us, we have Brad Lee. He's the founder and CEO of Lightspeed VT, author and well-respected podcast host. What's up, Brad? How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Yourself? Good, buddy. Thanks for having me. Of course. So to start things off, I know that you have an exceptionally unique story. So can you take us back um, to when you were in high school and around that time frame and build up to where you are now? Wow, man. High school, I was kind of a bit of a jack off, you know, ran around. Uh, I mean, it, growing up, I did good grades or ha I got good grades for the probably the first till about seventh grade. Then I started being kind of a jack off little goof off. And then ultimately about 16 years old going into the 11th grade, I dropped out because my dad kicked me out of school or kicked me out of the house uh, for not mowing the lawn. And ultimately, I was on my own, so I got to make my own decisions. So I made a stupid decision and dropped out of school and started learning life the hard way. And then uh, ultimately had to find a job, went out and found this job with the Forest Service, which was harder than hell. Um, got poison oak, didn't really like hard labor, so I quit that, got into sales, and then mastered the game of sales. Spent about 15, 20 years selling um, and getting really good at it. And then I started training people how to do it well. And then I invented Lightspeed VT. And then I started selling it to all of the subject matter experts, big name brands, big companies. And now uh, you could say I'm a, you know, multimillionaire, uh, you know, hotshot CEO, but not, not because I went to school. That's for damn sure. Awesome. So, you know, I think it's always really important to look back at our first jobs that we have. And I think they always teach us something, you know, unique. What was it that you learned from that forest service job? I learned that you don't have to work hard to make money. And I also learned that if you don't like to do something, <clears throat> you probably shouldn't. You know, I, I showed up, I thought I was going to be a, a firefighter for the forest service, you know, put out fires. I pictured myself looking all cool. And uh, when I showed up, ultimately, they gave me this big backpack filled with water and told me to squirt on the stumps that were still smoldering. And uh, going in and out, up and down the hills, you know, ash in the air, eyes burning. It was just a messed up job. Decided uh, very quickly that I didn't really like hard labor. And uh, so I just quit. Now, most people would say, well, you're not supposed to quit. Well, let me tell you guys something, especially if you're at a young age right now. Don't always listen to the status quo, okay? A lot of the stuff that we learn when we were young is not correct. 
Um, you know, we only have 24 hours in a day. That's not true. Uh, money does not make you happy. Uh, well, again, it depends because if you know where to shop, you can buy happiness with money. But uh, it's, 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 it's something that you should probably look at. And if you don't like it, don't do it no matter what. Again, I mean, there's, there's times where I could argue that, like, you know, you should be uncomfortable. You don't like doing certain things. It doesn't matter. You should do them anyway. But it, I'm talking about career-wise. If you don't like what you're doing, don't do it. What do you think, the, what do you think a good first job for a high school student is to get right now? I mean, in high school, I think a good job could be a lot of things. You know, try to find somebody that you admire or respect that is running a business or is doing something that you have interest in and kind of work there so you can you kind of be a mentee under that individual or, or that company. Get, you know, ex- or, <clears throat> excuse me, get experience early. Um, but I think in high school, man, it doesn't really matter. You know, you got a lot of time to make a few mistakes. I would just get get a job to, you know, learn responsibility and work ethic and things of that nature. But if you have a choice, try to find something that you like and uh, get a job doing that. Love it. So, you know, you took us through kind of your, your younger years. Now with Lightspeed VT, what are you doing with that? Lightspeed VT is a web-based interactive training technology. So right now it's blowing up because of this COVID situation that we're in. A lot of people are realizing that they need to learn online and uh, it ultimately allows people to create interactive courseware and deliver track and measure it online. So, so we're helping companies uh, <clears throat> train people remote. We're helping uh, individuals create courses that, that need to get out and teach other people how to be successful or how to do something successfully, whether it be, uh, you know, soft skills or, or, you know, practical application of, of, techniques such as chiropractic, dental, uh, anything and everything. That your sales background has helped you with Lightspeed VT? A thousand percent. I think everyone listening to this should figure out and, and focus on getting the ability to sell, close, and persuade people. I think it was highly instrumental. I think if I didn't have the skill set that I had, I wouldn't have made what I've made. Um, I wouldn't have accomplished what I've accomplished. The ability to, you know, sell someone on your vision, uh, get someone to say yes when they're saying no, paint a picture, be persuasive is invaluable. What, um, what have you done to kind of cultivate that skill? Just practice, you know, it's just like anything, you know, you see MMA fighters that are world champions, you know, what you don't see is the years they've put in the, into the practice and art form, the, the sweat, the pain, and the practice. So, you know, when you've sold something and I've sold cars, RVs, artwork, you really learn all of the things to do and you learn all of the things not to do, what works, what doesn't work. And uh, I think just years of practice, I think if you put 10 to 20,000 hours into anything, you get pretty damn good at it. I think I completely agree with that. And, you know, a lot of people that I've interviewed, I think your interview like number 95 or something like that, but they've all come up with the idea that sales is like the super important skill to have. And what I've started to realize is that it's everywhere in life. It's not just like you're trying to get a commission off something, but you're right. It's like you're selling someone on your vision. You're selling someone on whether or not they should marry you or whether or not they should accept you for the job. Like everything is a sale. hundred percent. You come out when you're born selling, you're selling somebody to give you some 
some, some food. You're selling somebody to quit spanking your butt. You're selling somebody to freaking hold you. You know, you're selling somebody to change your diaper. And then the, the way that you sell when you're younger is screaming and, and not giving up. I mean, kids, kids are the best closers, like my, my little girls. And when they want something, they don't take no for an answer. They come out all creative with ways to close me. So you, we're, we've been selling every since we were little. That's a fact. Absolutely. So, you know, looking back, you know, as we kind of finish up this part of it, what advice would you offer to your 18 year old self if you could look back with the knowledge you have now? I would give myself a couple of pieces of advice. Number one, seek mentorship, seek knowledge, read books, learn every single day, seek new information. Uh, Number two, invest money more wisely. I spent so much money trying to impress people. If I had it all back, it would be impressive. don't fear the judgment of others. Too many people don't take a chance simply because they fear what other people might think. So those three would be the main ones. You know, seek knowledge every single day. Pick up a book, you know, develop yourself internally and, and physically for that matter. But seek knowledge, invest money more wisely, and don't fear judgment of others. In your opinion, what is like the a correct way to go about a mentorship? Because I know that sometimes it can be difficult for someone who doesn't have a very large network to find the right person and to then cultivate and develop a relationship. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just luck into it, but you know, ultimately you ask. And if the person says no, then you ask somebody else and you just keep asking. You know, you knock on the door long enough, it'll open. But at the end of the day, you know, depending on where you live, what you do, who your family is, you could leverage friends of your dad, friends of your family. Um, again, you can just walk in cold. A lot, of, a lot of times, believe it or not, especially when you're younger, you know, people want to help, you, you know, the youth, I will say. I won't say kids, but people want to help younger people, you know. But keep in mind, mentoring somebody takes time and it takes energy. And a lot of times it's like, you know, I can't go to meetings with an 18-year-old kid following me around. So at the end of the day, it's just as difficult for the mentor as it is for the mentee. So just be mindful of that. And, uh, you know, if you can get an hour or two a day to hang around somebody and ask intelligent questions and listen and watch and observe, I think that'd go a long way. More importantly, though, I'd pick up books, man. I'd pick up books. When I was your age, buddy, I didn't read anything unless I was forced to. And man, what a fool I was. If you could pick up a book and read a book a week, just keep going through the self-help section, you know, leadership, sales, anything that's self-help, nonfiction, pick up a book and read it. Everyone might make fun of you, but then again, go back to my third rule. Don't worry about what other people are saying. Listen, we used to make fun of people back in high school that now are, are, are very successful. And, uh, you know, they were the book nerds and they were the ones, you know, that decided to study instead of go to the party. And, you know, everybody made fun of them. And I'm sure their high school years weren't as ideal as they should have been. However, now the people that were making fun of those guys, you know, they're freaking blue collar workers. And a lot of times they're working for the dude they were making fun of. So listen, man, learn everything and anything you can, whether it's from a mentor or from a book, learn. And nowadays with the, Jacob, nowadays with the internet, you know, you can connect with people like before, you know, when I was your age, you couldn't do what you're doing right now. You couldn't, I mean, it would just be a lot harder. Actually, you could, but 
it's so easy now. You can, you can directly learn from the individual who did it instead of some college professor who, who, who teaches about it. You can reach out and literally connect with the person that actually did it. That's why I love podcasting because, you know, everyone wants to, everyone wants to reach out or everyone wants to learn from the person who's done the really cool things, started the big businesses, the professional athletes, everything like that. But with podcasting, it's like, instead of saying, Hey, can I talk to you for 20 minutes? It's like, Hey, let's record a conversation that we'll share with everyone. So it helps more than just one person and people are more likely to say yes to that. That's right. So what advice would you offer then? Cause you, you talked about like not worrying about other people's judgment and overcoming that it's a lot it's a lot easier said than done, I feel like. So what like maybe was useful for you in terms of that? Well, ultimately you have to build a relationship with yourself. You know, you have to actually have self-worth, self-esteem, self-love. And it's, it's hard to realize that at a young age. So really what you want to do is, you know, forgive yourself for letting yourself down, procrastinating, lying to others, things of that nature. Cause right now your subconscious has been recording things forever. So, so, you set a big goal and you don't hit that goal, technically that's a loss. So you set a bunch of big goals and continually miss those goals. You're basically programming your head that says, Hey man, you're a loser. So if you wanted to change something like that, number one, you forgive yourself. Number two, you commit to always do what you say you're going to do. Okay. You're the one that gets to decide what you do. So just make sure that you always do what you say you're going to do. Okay. Number three, set 10 small goals a day, achievable. You know, nothing major, just 10 small goals a day that you are definitely going to achieve. That'll start programming the opposite. You know, I'm a winner, I'm a winner, I'm a winner. And believe it or not, it's subconscious, which means below your awareness. But if you keep doing that, what's going to happen is you're going to start to hear your, your buddies start talking shit. Okay. And, and friends and family, even, you know, those, what I call the haters. So the haters will start showing themselves and you just simply block out all negativity and all hate. And then ultimately you keep doing that. You keep doing that. And then you learn something new every day because ultimately as you develop, especially at a young age growing up, you can absorb information much quicker and you have more opportunities uh, coming your way as well as time. See, again, I mean, someone that's, you know, 40, 50, 60 years old, they don't have a lot of time, you know, but, but when you're 18 to 20, you know, even 25, you know, even 35, really, You've got a lot of time to correct any mistakes that you might make on accident. So at the end of the day, don't be afraid to take a chance. Get really good at solving problems. Don't be afraid to make adjustments. Develop yourself on a daily basis. Outdo the day before. And you'll ultimately develop a respect for yourself that will, that will outweigh any opinion of others. I always say, like, your opinion of me is none of my business. Such a good saying to have, you know, as you're talking about these daily goals and stuff like that, how long have you been doing this practice for? I would say about 20 years. Wow. So have you noticed that as it goes on, the goals start to get bigger each day? Or are they still like relatively the same size as when you started? As long as they're attainable. I mean, big is, is subjective, right? You know, if, if today I got to make a million dollars, well, to me, that's not as hard as it is maybe for you. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, million dollars would, Bezos would think, you know, raise your goals. So it just depends on what it is, you know, everyone's got their own idea of success. So when I say 10 achievable goals, just make, the, make sure that they're achievable. You know, if you say, I'm going to go in today and bench press 500 and, and you're only bench pressing 185, 
folks, that's probably not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is if you're bench pressing 185, stick a five pound on each side. Make that your goal. 10 more pounds, that's achievable. You know, if, you, if, you, if you're running a mile, run a mile and a half, that's achievable. If you get up at seven o'clock, get up at 645, that's achievable. So just every day, set 10 small goals that are achievable. And whatever small is to you is what I'm talking about. Because sometimes, you know, it's just a matter of perspective. I got you. I got you. So I want to take a hard right real quick. And I want to talk about your book, The Lessons I've Learned from, uh, The Lessons I've Learned the Hard Way. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, the book, The Hard Way is basically everything I've learned growing up and got my ass kicked. And uh, I wrote them all down. Looking back, it's easy to see what you did right, what you did wrong. And it's just the lessons I've learned the hard way. So you don't have to. That's the title of the book, The Hard Way. Um, You know, being authentic, just I would say 18 to 25 lessons that if I knew when I was 18, I probably would have found success 20, 30 years ago. But believe it or not, it took me till about 40 to start seeing any kind of success because I started when I was 30. So it took me 10 years to find success and I could have found it much quicker had I had this book as an 18 year old. That's for damn sure. But you know, it's no small feat though to continue for 10 years until you reach that success. So what was it you think that kept you motivated and kept you going during that 10 year period? Well, I wasn't where I wanted to go. So, I mean, a lot of times people ask me what kept me motivated. And I always say, look, when you get up in the morning to go to the bathroom, why don't you stop in the kitchen and take a piss? Huh? Because you're not where you want to be. That's right. Because you, you're not heading to the kitchen, man. You're heading to the bathroom. And it's like, you're not going to stop along the way just because you can. Okay. Just because, oh, hey, let me just do it here. No, you have a goal. You're heading somewhere and you're going there. And that's what keeps me motivated. I'm not there yet. Wow. That mindset is, is so unique. Well, if I'm, if and when I arrive, um, I'll probably set different goals and you know, those will keep me motivated. But ultimately, you know, I think reaching our potential is what truly makes us happy and satisfied and fulfilled. And uh, I got a lot of work to do. I got a long way to go and a short time to get there. Definitely. So Brad, before I forget, where can people find you if they want to reach out or learn more about you? And I just Google me really, Brad Lee, L-E-A, but ultimately on Instagram, mainly I hang out on Instagram. I do a lot of posts two times a day. A lot of people follow me um, just for just for my posts because I kind of drop little nuggets of wisdom and and they're, from what I hear, pretty entertaining. So I'd say Instagram, at the real Brad Lee, L-E-A, that's L-E-A. Now, a lot of you scholars are going to say, is that Leah? And I'll say, no, not unless you drink Tia. <laughs> That's awesome. So I've got two more questions. The first one is, where are you taking Lightspeed VT? You know, I want to take it to a billion dollar uh, a year revenue company. That's my goal only because I think, you know, being a millionaire nowadays is a lot easier than it used to be. Um, And I think being a billionaire is the new millionaire. So I just want to hit the B, um, the B level. But I really want it to be all over the, the world because my goal is to get the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it. Cause I think, you know, kids are dropping out of school cause they don't have the right parenting. They don't have the right knowledge. Parents that don't know how to parent their kid. They don't have the right knowledge. Businesses that are closing. They don't know. They don't have the right knowledge. They don't know how to close a deal. They don't know how to generate leads. They don't know how to use Facebook marketing. I mean, in some sense, 
I think failure comes from a lack of information. So my mission is to get the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it. And that's what I'm using Lightspeed for. So until, you know, you're born, you get your social security number and your Lightspeed password, I still got work to do. Definitely. So I've got one last question and I think that you've already kind of answered it, but I'll give you a chance to expand on it. So when you die, the only thing that matters, the difference that you made or the impact that you had. So with that being said, what difference or what impact are you looking to make? You know, again, I just, I just want to raise the level of success. I want to make the world a better place simply by making sure that anyone that wants the information has access to it. It's almost like Google, uh, but in a much cooler system. And, and not only that, I mean, in order to train and, you know, develop someone effectively, you need four key ingredients. You need good content, repetition, practice, and accountability. So just look at like any sports team, any military squad, top level achievers, they're all going to tell you that repetition was key, practice was key, and accountability was key. So you can't necessarily get all that on Google. So I want to kind of be the Google of virtual training. 